welcome to the McYap and Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And for those of you listening for the first time, we are a movie chat podcast. Right? We're talking about movies and stuff. Movie podcast chat show. How would you describe us in ten words or less? Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Anyway, uh, for those of you who listen to us on a regular basis, thank you very much. Uh, So what we normally do is is we just talk about a bunch of movie news and then we review some films. I'll be reviewing... um, Jesus, slow down, man. It's okay. What? This is my regular pace. People need to get used to this pace. I'm I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but this is the uh, speed at which I talk and I talk very fast quite often, right? Yeah. Right? I'm drinking water. Yeah. I'm drinking water. If I was drinking alcohol, it'd be much faster. Fuck, is this what you're like most of the time? No, 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 (laughs) no. I I only reserve this particular part of my personality for you. Mm. Um... If you would like to uh, email us uh, with your thoughts or any questions or whatever, you can email us at podcast at mcyappenfries.com. That's podcast at mcyappenfries.com. And uh, so, yeah, as I was <clears throat> saying earlier, after the news, we do some we review movies. I'll be reviewing uh, the, the uh, recent remake of Total Recall starring Colin Farrell in the Arnold Schwarzenegger role. Great. And uh, I'll, but before that, I will talk very briefly about uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Ah, excellent. Uh, which is a movie that all prospective parents should watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very grateful for this movie because I have saved a shitload in, in, in money from getting, having a child. I have now made this decision. There shall be no children. I shall deny my seed. It shall not happen. And uh, you have uh, Lynn Ramsey, the director of this movie, to thank. Awesome. Okay, let's move on to some news. Jumping straight into news. So, did you hear that uh, Joss Whedon is now John Favreau 2.0? Yes, yes. Which Joss, is great news. Joss Whedon has, uh, is officially on to write and direct The Avengers 2. But it's not only that, he's going to be Marvel's bitch. Yeah, for three <laughs> years. Saying, until 2015. If he takes a shit, Marvel owns the rights to it. <laughs> Disney owns the rights to it. Um, it's, uh, I mean, this is good news, but at the same time, you, you kind of hope, well, I hope they don't spread him too thin, because it's not just the Avengers that he's doing, he's going to be creatively involved in, pr- in pretty much uh, every Marvel property, including um, a television series. Yes, uh, which is not, and we've got nothing on that yet. Yeah, yeah, we don't really know nothing how Nothing but happenstance and hearsay. Hmm? Nothing but happenstance and hearsay on what that could possibly be. Yeah, I, I actually heard that it was going to be like, um, initially it was going to be like a, the Avengers like an Avengers theme show. Really? That's what I initially heard. Mm. Uh, and then and then after that they sort of uh, back, backed off and said no, it's Mar- it's a Marvel theme. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, you know, that much I know. So people are uh, guessing it might be something like, you know, a shield show or something like that. That's because it kind of a time. Alpha Flight, make it happen. <laughs> Alpha Flight, dude, there you go. New Mutants. <laughs> go retro with this shit. They can't. They don't own the rights to all that shit. Yeah, fuck, that's right. That's right. Oh, what do they got? What do they got? So, uh, someone was saying Heroes for Hire or um, Powers. Power, powers is actually pa- Powers is, is, F- is FX. I don't know what the fuck's going also, on. Also, they, no, they keep trying to make that. I think there was an update a couple of months ago about how they're reworking how, how they, it. Yeah, they're reworking it. And yeah. uh, my mistake, Powers is Image. Mm. Um, well, it's icon and print well, with the Marvel banner. Yeah, well, now it is. Yeah. But for uh, it, it, when it started, it was Image. Yeah. Um, they were talking about Alias, Jessica Jones as well, maybe, which could work. Because I, I really like that. I have no, the full run no, of that I, series. No, I so do I. I have the full run. It's very good. Yes. It's very good. I... I uh, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see if they do that who would be Luke Cage yeah yeah, awesome oh let's just do Luke Cage yeah why not it, 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 it's gotta be Cable 
It's got to be Cable. It's cable's never going it's to gotta work. It's got to be Cable. Cable's never going <laughs> to work. I will not stand for a PG. How are they going to do his eye lighting up all the time? I will not stand for a PG Luke Cage. That just, you know, P- Luke Cage, it's got to be like Shaft meets Black Dynamite. It's got to be that kind of yeah, yeah. thing for me. So he's got to be one, gotta be one you bad motherfucker. You can't have Black Dynamite G-rated. It yeah. just doesn't work. It's got to be Luke Cage. Even the car- In the 70s. Even the cartoons Wearing the adults. yellow blouse. That's right. That's, That's right. the way they got to do it. Who would you cast? Who would you cast as, as Luke Cage? The young because like you know like, the, the obvious Will Smith and all that are yeah, yeah, they're, they're, he's they're not cool enough they're all too old now they're all too old I actually heard some some crazy thing somewhere that The Rock tweeted that he was like I wouldn't mind being Luke Cage <laughs> <laughs> sorry he's not black enough <laughs> he's just the right shape he's just the right eggshell kind of tan you know, for, to reach that white audience yeah you know he's, he's Disney black yeah he's Disney black man that's what we need that's one thing we need more Disney black uh, while, we're on the, while we're on a racism trip, um, <laughs> did you see the Cloud Atlas pictures that came out? They were like the website. Yes, they yes, I did. Yeah, website, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has like Hugo Weaving as this fucked up Asian-looking Asian guy. Yeah. <laughs> he actually looks like a. He actually makes a convincing Asian retarded person. He does. Yeah, look it's like it looks like. Uh, from you know, it looks really weird. Yeah. You know, and this we're not talking about races here. This this shit is. This is in the movie. This is in a movie. They've got white Halle Berry. There you go. It's, and it's not like which a lot of people have been secretly hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some white Halle Berry. It's just like you know. Just I was, like <laughs> I was that close to changing my Twitter profile pic to the one of like Russian um, the picture of um, what's it look like Russian mobster Tom Hanks. Do, do it. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw in the trailer right like like that bit where Russian mobster Tom Hanks is chucking someone off a. I think he's chucking himself off. But like, it, I thought he was chucking Hugo Weaving off. Is he chucking Hugo Weaving off? I don't know. The second I it's a five minute trailer. I've only watched. I can only watch it twice. I've watched it twice, but I, I slowed down a couple of times. I saw like Hugh Grant as that crazy cannibal. Don't do that. <laughs> what? I, was it Hugh Grant is the guy in the horse? Yeah. Because Hugo Weaving is the guy with the hat. He's yeah, 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 a yeah. boy. He's the spirit of jazz. <laughs> Hugh Grant is that crazy tribal looking cannibal mother. With the, yeah, with, wow, the, with, the, with the face shit. painting. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Have you seen. Excuse me. <laughs> I, just don't want to this I was wondering if I might eat you. Yeah. <laughs> Myself and the other cannibals were wondering if we could pop in for a bite. In, in, in the words of David Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I re- I'd really um, like to eat you. I hope I don't think he's going to be playing. He hasn't ummed in a while. Yes, you know he's been pretty pretty good about the umming. And that one other scene you see how practical that was. One other scene you see of him where he's wearing the seventy shades and the yeah, sideburns. Yeah. He's like he just looks like a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am really looking forward to Cloud Atlas. I saw the trailer again yesterday, mm. actually, and just I just find the whole thing. I, it's this is too ambitious to not. No. It's both for crazy. Yeah, it's too ambitious to ignore. I, yeah. And I'm really really excited about this movie now. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Joss Whedon still doing the he will write and direct Avengers two. Uh, he'll be involved probably in Guardians of the Galaxy and tying that in and whatever else that TV series is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there's something else they talked about. Oh, he'll probably the same way that John Favreau was involved a lot in the actual. This is the, they're calling it now Marvel Phase One, right? Yeah, everything yeah. now is Phase One, and yeah. John Favreau was yeah, involved he, at some point. A lot he, I mean, like I don't think he's pretty much the 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 the, the Phase One counterpoint to. Um, Joss Whedon, what yeah. they're doing. So it's, I mean, it's a very good move. It's it's a very good move. Um, I hope they're making it worth his while, <laughs> and I hope that they don't spread him out too thin to the point where he, because you know, I, I my fear is is that they spread him out too thin that it affects Avengers too. Mm. Is that he if he gets so sort of stretched out and all these other uh, all these other areas that it affects. The, the main the main thing he should be focused on, which is Avengers two. Can you imagine though, like working on Avengers two, working on all this other shit, and like thinking, oh, I should probably it's half five. I should probably go home. 
Like, you would never want to leave work. Yeah. No. <laughs> Although, somehow, I think Marvel will find a way to make it, <laughs> to make it feel like work. They, they managed to drive all the fun out of making comics. It's not that much fun in the first place. It takes forever to draw those things. I mean, Marvel, is, uh, they are incredibly intelligent, and their plan for what they have done with their cinematic universe is fucking genius. Yeah. But they are, uh, first and foremost, a, a business. A business. And they're owned by and, the uh, house house. So they yes, and they're owned by the biggest fucking business, business honchos in the world. So... Um, I would imagine that they're going to spread this mother. They're going to if they're going to get Joss Whedon until 2015, they're going to spread him out way thin. Yeah, and that is my fear. Yeah, I just hope he, that he can handle it. Me too. What happens if What happens if like you know Marvel plus you know Marvel plus Disney equals Fox? Yeah, <laughs> you know that is, we, the, that is the that's the anti-life equation. That's DC. <laughs> that's Dark Dark Scene owns Fox. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Segwaying on to DC with the DC equivalent of uh, the Avengers Justice League of America. Yep. And um, they... <laughs> it rumors, was, rumors. Nothing ha- more happens. Var- variety reported. It was, so it was in Variety. So, yeah. so it wasn't complete bullshit. Uh, Ver- variety reported that um, Warner Brothers was looking to, looking to Ben Affleck as the main man to launch the JLA franchise. Apparently the story is that um, he was going to have a meeting. That's the news. He was going to have a meeting. Yes, with the higher-ups. Yeah. With the higher-ups. It's like they were only going to give the script... It was like uh, they were thinking of Ben Affleck and they were thinking of David Yates. Was it? Yeah. And uh, The rumor is Affleck's the only one who's seen Yeah, the, but, they, uh, but uh, Affleck was the only one given the script. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, his, and then his people were going to meet with their people and they would discuss it. Now, a, a day later... Uh, Affleck's people said uh, uh, basically said that uh, he's not going to take it yeah but he's going to go for the meeting anyway Yeah, and also thanks for stiffing my career yes (laughs) (laughs) because Deadline this started a spat between old Hollywood press and new Hollywood press I guess with Variety and Deadline Deadline saying you're already minds that's not it's not a scoop you're making it up yep so um it was it was interesting to think about for a little while though. Um, yeah. What that might have been like, and, and surprisingly, people were not as opposed to it as I thought they might be. Mm. To me, like that kind of headline, when you see that kind of headline on a on a place like Collider or Ain't It Cool with the, uh, or with these with these talkbacker motherfuckers, you know, you see a headline like that, you know, like, Ben yeah, Affleck right. to direct Justice League. These guys can go to town. Yeah. They can have a field day. Uh, but everyone was not everyone, but. Things were surprisingly more positive than negative. It's been a long time since Jersey Girl. It's it has it has, uh, but it's just it's it's just I, I'm I'm still I still kind of crack up uh, to uh, the at the sort of three at the sort of one eighty that that man's career has taken. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty damn. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Argo. Uh, I mean, the biggest change if they did go that route was that everyone would have to be from Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone would have to be from <laughs> <And> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would see that actually. Yeah, the, you know you know what movie the Boston I'd, Justice League. You know what movie I'd love to. You know what DC property. Watch Towers and Southie. You know you know what, you know what DC property I would love to see Ben Affleck take a stab at, and this includes directing him directing and him taking the the title role. Aquaman. No, Plastic Man. Yeah, he'd look it. He looks it. Yeah, he could I'll, do it. <laughs> if he could bring like a gritty version of. Yeah. You know, because of Eels O'Brien, even <laughs> <laughs> the name and those goofy fucking shades. Because the Wachowskis at one point were working on a, uh, they actually submitted a Plastic Man script. They yeah. wanted to do it. They actually wanted uh, Keanu Reeves to play, to, to play Plastic. That awesome. Was, <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is stretching himself for this role. Oh, oh you could just see that coming a mile away. <laughs> you just see Fiona's face. No. Uh, jumping back to Marvel though, did you see that they're getting sued over the the case for the DVD? 
Uh, no. Apparently, the silver case that Nick Fury puts the cube in. Yeah. It's a particular design of case by a, a particular brand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, called what are they called? The German band Rimowa. Um, what, what? They were they they licensed. That's a license. What are they called? Rimowa. Rimowa. Yeah. My Jason Ramoa. Okay, right. <laughs> Conan. But um, they actually had to license the use of the, the use of the case in the film. Okay. You can't just go buy one of those at a prop store and use it. They're like, well, they, this is our design. This mm-hmm. is a money thing for us. They didn't license it for its likeness with the DVD set. I see. So they're saying... Marvel are probably thinking, well, it's not a real case. Yes. <laughs> it's no smaller. One, no one's going to... It's plastic. No one's going to try and you know put this in their check-in luggage. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I don't know. They, they, I don't know how that's going to affect things, but they basically they didn't uh, allow Marvel to mass produce and sell it, so they got to figure that out before the DVD comes out next month. Right, right, right. That set looks insane. The, you get a blue blow up blue cube or something in it? Do you? I haven't really looked at it. Like you I have mean, all the movies, and they the have like cool Ali Moss style DVD covers for each one. Oh right, have you haven't seen those? No, I I, I, <clears> I looked at the uh, I read through the the information on each disc like to see what special features they had. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't really, and I just didn't find that impressive enough to want to get everything. Mm. It's essentially all the films. So you're not really getting all that much. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the Comic Con stuff. I mean, you were there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to purchase it. But it does look. It's a slick looking set. Like all they're all Ali style, like you know, minimalist shapes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. I didn't uh, know about that. Uh, yeah, and Christopher Eccleston has been cast in Thor two. Yes, as he's the um, he's the main Mal- villain, right? Mel- Melekith, the accursed huh? happy guy. <laughs> um, so uh, he's the dark, the, the dark elves of Svaldheim, who in the comics stole the casket of ancient winters. Just that sentence alone will put a U.S. audience to sleep. Yeah, Svart, what? What? <laughs> the casket of open winters? Yeah, ancient winters. <laughs> of ancient winters. Do they have a casket of slightly newer winters? <laughs> uh, I would like to buy a case casket of winters 1990 to 1992. I, know, I am uh, very much looking forward to the, uh, the Thor sequel, uh, but I haven't really been reading up all that much about it. I know that, um, I mean, I heard like the Dark World and I've been reading about the casting also with Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, that that's, that that's, fell true, right? Did it? Didn't it? I thought he's still in it. I thought he fell through. He couldn't make it. All right. I thought so. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh. So was this his replacement then? I think so. Okay. Yeah, Miles Mikkelsen was initially approached for the role. Oh, I right, right, these right, before right. doing it. <laughs> 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 but that's about how she's rescheduling. <laughs> you took the time to cut and paste the shit and you didn't... <laughs> I have no idea. What I but, um... The one thing that I hate about all the reporting about Thor 2 and Avengers 2 is the use of the word cosmic. They're just saying, everyone's saying it's going to be more cosmic. And I don't know, I'm just getting really annoyed of that word. What does that mean? I don't Kevin Feige <laughs> more even space? says it. Yeah, more, more space? Ha- what does that mean? More- you have more space. It's infinite. <laughs> what? I, I mean, I just take it to mean more science fiction-y. I just take it to mean more, more goofy. More fantastical. <laughs> yeah, it's goofy. Okay, out of all of the Marvel movies, which would you say is the most cosmic? Thor. Right, you know, but that was so well grounded. I mean, it doesn't cosmic's not the word. You go grounded with that, it's like fucking they're in Mexico. But yeah, you know but, what I mean? It, yeah, it but I mean, like you, they took you to Asgard. That, I didn't that, come that away. Was, yeah, but I didn't come away from that movie thinking that was cosmic. I thought they really managed to pull off Thor. They managed to get rid of the goofiness. Mm-hmm. Whereas the cosmic thing is like they're heading for a fall if they start. You know, people start getting into their head oh it's going to be cosmic well I think you know once you bring up Thanos and all that shit you, got, you don't really have much choice oh I know but it's a treatment that we'll cover we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how it does yeah. but, but, I, but, I, but I do agree the whole sort of um, you know the, the, the Ottoman of the ancient winters 
That ain't gonna fly. Don't open it. Don't <laughs> open that up. These, these, <laughs> these fucking American sixth graders ain't gonna give a shit. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> also, Mads Mikkelsen to Christopher Eccleston. I've always found Christopher Eccleston to be very sort of northern. Yeah, <laughs> he's very, very northern. You know, <laughs> I mean, even have you seen any of his Doctor I'm, Who? I'm not. Uh, no, he's very chippy. Is he? Yeah, he'll have you, mate. Apparently, he didn't enjoy that experience. No, but he'll. I mean, there was a. I think it was the guy Stephen Moffat. There was a thing. I think the Second Coming was an ITV show they did as well. Mm-hmm. The guy does Doctor Who now, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's basically a thirty-three-year-old guy figures out that he is actually Jesus. He's God come back in. He's like, I can feel the breast of me, but I am God. And there's this whole thing of that. Even then, he's just demented and angry, and you, you gotta stab you any minute. I don't know. Personally, I don't think it's ever a good sign for any Marvel film where your main villain is played by Destro. Yeah, you know, it just—it's—that—that it, that was he wasn't a particularly scary villain. No, well, but although I did like him in Shallow Grave, yes. Shallow Grave was just a good film. Only around. was just only talking about that last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we were talking about Vindaloo the song because Keith Allen was the guy in the room who died, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of cosmic, so yeah, you ruined my segues by jumping into the day, the, the DC news. Okay, well, yeah. well, pardon me, all over the place, man. So what? What, what, what do you yeah, heard? The, 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 apparently. <clears throat> Um, Fox wants Joe Carnahan to do a, darede- a gritty yeah. Daredevil reboot presumably of the Born Again um, story arc yeah, and uh, there was some talk about trading the rights for Daredevil for the with, with Fox and Marvel trading the rights for Daredevil uh, for um, the rights for Silver Surfer and Galactus because if they don't start shooting a Daredevil film by 10th of October they lose the rights I'm surprised the Fox haven't shot anything like I mean, you'd expect a Roger Corman-esque kind of deal or something or, or some like a Warren Beatty fucking smart-ass thing like do an interview mm. um, but actually um, I, I heard that um, after, like a, a couple of days after this was reported that uh, it turns out that that's not going to happen the swap isn't happening oh really? Uh, well um, Fox <laughs> rightly so is they, they um, it's going to pay no they they're actually not as bothered about Daredevil as they are about Fantastic Four ah um, and uh, jo- Josh Trank, the director of um, Chronicle. Uh, Chronicle, he's signed on for, Fantastic Four. for the Fantastic Four reboot. And from what I've been hearing, is uh, Fox is um, a, they're, they're, they they give a lot more shit about that Fantastic Four reboot than they do about a Daredevil reboot. Oh, okay. uh, so it looks like Daredevil rights might actually go back to uh, Marvel. Wow. So that'll be interesting. Yes, we wonder what they do with that. Yeah, uh, but then you never know. I mean, Marvel is a business; they may come up with some kind of fucking deal. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know as of yet. But the last, but the last, the last I can extend it. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the last I heard is that Daredevil might might go back to uh, Marvel because Fox was just going to pay put well, uh, focus all of their energies into the Fantastic Four. Yeah, it would be weird though. I mean, Galactus is such a Fantastic Four thing, side surfer thing. It's not really. He is, but uh, the whole Silver Surfer Fantastic, uh, the whole Silver Surfer Galactus thing. If you wanted to do a Silver Surfer movie, a proper Silver Surfer movie. You don't necessarily need the Fantastic Four for that, but you need Galactus, Galactus for yeah. that. And um, I would, personally, I would love it if Galactus and Silver Surfer went back to Marvel Studios. Mm. Especially after a fucking, you know, that fucking cloud that he was in Fantastic Four 2. No, that wasn't him. You know, well... That was a clone. That's, that was Dan Riley. <laughs> there is no clone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would, I would love to see that shit. Yeah. Um, I, think Karen, Joe, I saw something on Joe Carnan's Twitter feed as well said that he was, it's not really a lock as well it's kind of it's more he's interested or something but it's tricky to get these things off the ground he's pretty pretty good on Twitter Joe Carnan is he? yeah he's quite open about stuff right uh, I don't know I mean like I'm kind of yeah, and Dare, Daredevil is actually my favourite 
favorite Marvel character. Yeah. Uh, and I, for some reason, have no desire to see a Daredevil movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those characters that, for some strange reason, it's like... Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up, man. They'll, yeah. fu- they'll fuck it up. It's, he's a hard character to get right. Yeah. Uh, because you kind of have no choice but to go the Nolan route. Yeah. You know, that's the only way you can take, you can, only way you can take this character. And, uh, Nolan went that route already. Yeah. And, and, and there's something very Batman-ish about Daredevil in terms of the tone. Hmm. Uh, you got you to put him in the yellow suit. That's the only way to counter like Batman. You know, it's like, it's like a combination of Batman with hints of the crow. Hmm. You know, and that, He's that, blind Batman. That kind of tone is just insanely difficult to get right. Yeah. And even though I like Joe Conahan's work, um, for some reason I just would rather I'd much rather see a new a new Fantastic Four movie or mm. a new Silver Surfer Galactus movie than I would a Daredevil movie. With, Galact- with the caveat that Galactus has to be a giant dude in a purple baby girl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, just like that. Yeah. And also because I was to a certain extent I was satisfied with the director's cut of Daredevil. Yeah, um, I felt you know was it was it a perfect Daredevil film? By all means, no. But uh, I fe- I felt that the uh, the the director's cut was um, a very noble attempt to actually tell a good Daredevil story cool. uh, that got kind of butchered up. I still haven't seen the director's cut. <laughs> I'm still quite happy with the normal cut. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it's so funny. The, I was funny. I was, I was, uh, I was thinking, about, thinking about that movie in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that line specifically where uh, Daredevil is like uh, at the beginning in the subway. He's like, that light at the end of the tunnel, that's not heaven. That's the sea train! <laughs> <laughs> I was just like yelling that out in the shower. <laughs> it's always that it's that it's that one that's the C train it's that when you're talking it's when you're talking to somebody about movies or superhero movies and that's where you figure out where they lie when you're talking about the fight scene in the playground if they don't like it they can fuck off oh, you gotta love the playground fight I know yeah and, it's like the, and, that was that was a real life couple courting in that fucking yeah. thing <laughs> I, and I do find it and quite, the peanut scene yeah the, <laughs> I actually really like the scenes between um, Affleck and Favreau yeah, the little conversations. Yeah. Oh, there's a, yeah. You think you showed me some of those? We watched half of that in your house, didn't we? Yeah, they're 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 extended in, in yeah. the director's cut. There's a lot more. <laughs> but I just always liked uh, that fa- that Favreau improv uh, where you know where, where he's talking about like the guy like f- pays them in fish, oh, you right. know, because he doesn't have a lot of money and, <laughs> yeah. and he and he goes fishing on the weekends. Well, it's like I go salsa dancing on the weekends, but I don't shake my ass to pay my phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that. <laughs> it's just because John Favreau is salsa dancing. What? <laughs> and finally, on the Marvel uh, <clears throat> film news, um, Brian Singer, who was involved in First Class as a yeah, producer, yeah, he, he was the producer, yeah, mm-hmm. executive, executive producer, very yes. far away, looking over the fence, executive producer, yes, that's right. And he apparently was interviewed. At that's how he IG. found. That's how he found Nicholas Holt. Yes. Uh, who he's directing Jack the the, the giant killer. All right, but he, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The, that one that got pushed to next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they got pushed as well. Didn't it? Pushed to next year because it looked it's supposed it, to be. Because it looked retarded. It looked retarded. Yeah, yeah. It looked like Monty Python, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't supposed That's what to. That movie be. needs is just random snippets of John Cleese looking. <laughs> he's not as expensive as he used to be. No, he's not. Um, he's going to do quite a lot of shit. But he was interviewed by IGN where he said that, oh yeah, we're going to uh, do uh, the, Days next, of- the next X-Men movie is going to be very am- ambitious. It's called Days of Future Past. Yes. Which is which insane. Is, which is uh, based on a classic um, early 80s X-Men run. Yeah. Um, where Kitty Pride comes back from the future after all of the mutants have been, been annihilated. Not just mutants, but super, a lot of superheroes, the Fantastic Four and everything. Yeah. Like that, that very famous panel where... 
all, all the graves are there, and it's all the X Men and all the fucking Mar- a lot of Wolverine with Mar- gray hair. Yeah, there you go. Sentinels everywhere. Sentinels everywhere. Actually, finally we're gonna get some real Sentinels, not that piece of shit fucking Brett Ratner Sentinel decapitated <laughs> head. It's like, fuck you, fuck you, Brett Ratner. <laughs> <laughs> all the gays hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how they can do a Days of Future Past with, uh, with Wolverine. Yeah, this is the this is the big problem is that all of the characters that were in the co- in the comic run of that particular story arc are not in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which means they have no choice but to abs- bring them in, but to rape comic book continuity <laughs> up the ass. <laughs> You know they're not going to bring them in. No, I know. Because because this movie is a slave. Although Hugh Jackman's the, hoping they'll bring him in. It can't. It can't happen. <laughs> For another cameo. It can't, it can't happen. Well, they, they, I think this was on Screen Rant, and they went into like fanboy dreaming with regards to, well, you know, timelines and changes and that could... I suppose like in the future stuff, you yeah. could probably do something. And then they start talking about X-Men 4 and 5, and what's her name? Shuler Donner has been talking about? What's her name? Shuler Donner has been talking about every fucking comic book yes. property that exists. That's something that she has. <laughs> that she has. Yeah. Every... Every couple of every, months. Let's say every, every couple of months, you see like Shuler Donner with this, 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 what's this update. name? Lauren. 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 She's married to uh, Richard Donner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but she, she's got the X-Men. She's got Constantine. She's got um, Deadpool. Um, no, that's Gail Ann Hurd. Uh, uh, triple barrel <laughs> names. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman and Jackie Earl Haley, right? <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. <laughs> um, who, lo- yeah, who, looks to, who looks like he's having a lot of fun in the Red Dawn trailer, but we'll yes, get to we'll that Yes, we'll get later. to that later. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, like, I think this is a very ballsy move. I don't know how they're going to make it work because the cinematic continuity completely fucks this continuity up. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how they tackle that. Also, it's a completely at odds and with also, everything they've done in first class. Yes. So, and there's also, also the title has to be X Men First Class Second Semester. <laughs> why couldn't it be? The, why couldn't it be Second Semester? Just X Men Second Semester. Yeah. Because then people will think it's a different thing. X Men Graduation. It, it's turning into the fucking comics. There's going to be an uncanny X Men. The I, f- I can't even think of them all. There's the X-Men, the Zone Cannon, Giant Size X-Men. <laughs> X-Men's Creek. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that. <laughs> Joey doesn't need a ladder. Joey can fly. <laughs> James Vanderbeek is Banshee. <laughs> that explains why he's wailing all the time. Uh, he's making a little bit of a comeback. He's in Jason Reitman's new film. I saw the picture with his d- giant head on it. poster <laughs> on the iTunes He does have a huge page. fucking skull. Yeah. <laughs> In olden days, they would use it for grinding corn. <laughs> James Vanderbeek. <laughs> we just—I want to get a T-shirt of him crying on it. That's that image alone. That, that, he will live forever. That, that image is awesome. You made Dawson cry. <laughs> and I remember that episode too. Oh, really? Yeah, he, you know, he's—he's he's like he's like he—he uh, he kind of dares Joey like. You know, if this if this this is what you want, then I'm right here. But if it isn't what you want, then turn and walk away now. And she turns and walk away, and she cries. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, the, when I hear that do 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 song, I want to punch something. To this very day. What? The one, the, the theme. Oh, oh, right, right, right. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that one. Oh. First. Oh. Now I want to punch something. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. That theme is right up there with the theme from Smallville. It's like yeah. Whenever you hear it now, it's like I want to kill someone. <laughs> I want to kill Clark Kent. <laughs> there was a period. Sick. There was a period uh, where we're sharing a house in Dublin with like six guys, and we were watching that. <laughs> That's quite. all I need to know. We were watching that. I don't quite need all. to know anymore. 
We were watching that quite a lot. Six big burly Irishmen in the same flat watching Smallville. Yes. You guys disgust me. <laughs> it was on after MacGyver. Shut up. All right, I'll pay that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Days of Future Past. It'll never work. I'm excited about it. Because uh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Vaughn is, is returning to direct. Oh, is he? He is. Oh. He is returning to direct. Uh, I thought, I, 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 he's I, not directing Kick-Ass 2. That's it. But he's, that, that's being directed by Jeff Wadlow, who directed the classic Never Back Down, which I did not see because it looked stupid. It's got a t- stupid title. Yeah. It's coming, is they start shooting next week or something? It's like, ne- Never Back Down. To me, that, you know, like, I, every time I think of that, I think, no retreat, no surrender. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Never Back Down, as soon as I heard that title and I saw the movie poster, all, all I could think of was Van Damme doing the splits on the poster for No Retreat, No Surrender. You know that thing where he's on the, on the ropes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's all cross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so, I mean, yeah, Kick-Ass 2 is... Um, Starts they, lensing they, in the next week or In the next couple of weeks, of weeks yeah. And, and Donald uh, Faison's in it. That's right. Chocolate and, Bear. And Yancey Butler returns as... Uh, Fucking Christopher Platt, uh, Mince Platt, uh, what's, what's his name? That's another Christopher Platt. Mince Platt. <laughs> Mince Platt. Yeah. Mince Platt. Fuck that guy. Mince Platt. McLovin. McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he ain't never gonna be a star. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's McLovin forever. He ain't never gonna be a leading man. Christopher yeah. Mince Platt. Yeah, we're gonna go see McLovin and Hamlet tonight. He sounds like a, like a bat. Like a bat. He sounds like a German U-Bahn station. <laughs> ah, we get to U-Bahn at the Mince Platt. <laughs> The Station Mintzplatz. Well, in, a, in an interview, McLovin described Kick-Ass 2 as the Warriors meets, meets Kick-Ass. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Which sounds retarded, but yeah. never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. The only... And the good thing is is that, I mean, M- Matthew Vaughn's not directing, but at the very least... He's producing. He's producing. He is involved. And Mintzplatz also said something about they've... They've had to change, change it a little change bit. It like, it takes so place a few years later. Yeah. And because Hit Girl uh, is older. Because Hit Girl is older. And oh. I think, oh, well, it's better to do that rather than have her die in a cryo chamber. That's, that's going to annoy me. Why? I don't know. Chloe, Chloe Moretz... She's, she's on that knife edge? She's like, I, I just want her to stay 11. <laughs> But only as I'm that leaving character. that one. I'm only, leaving that one, you creepy fuck. Only as that character. I only want her to be 11 in that uniform. They yeah. got they got to change the costume if she's gonna be older because uh, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Because now she's like now she's close to being legal. The thr- it's not as thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> and, the th- and that's why you're on the, the register. The viewing of the viewing experience isn't gonna be the same. But she's after after watching uh, Kickass. I ran immediately. Into therapy. In, into a store and bought an, uh, bought a school uniform <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> a, a, no. girl's, a girl's school uniform for yourself. That's right. Not just for me. You and you also and you also and you also bought a you, you wear a school uniform, a school uniform, and a goat's mask and a soundtrack. And go to, to town. What's it called? <laughs> and a soundtrack to the um, American Reunion. No. <laughs> I, just, I saw that. I saw that. Oh God, really yeah. quick review right here. It's it's very funny. <laughs> really? If you're if you're a fan of the American Pie movies, then I suggest. You oh yes, you said this, and I was like, they're no fan of the American Pie movies. Well, if you don't like the American Pie movies, then you wouldn't watch this anyway. I'm not gonna watch. But it if anyway. you were American an American Pie movie fan and concerned that this may not be good, I'm telling you, it's it's. How many are there anyway? There's American four, Pie. The fourth one. The Jesus fourth one. Christ! I enjoyed this one. This one. I enjoyed this one. What did you think of American Pie? Was American Pie the wedding? It was American Wedding. Ah, how was that? That was pretty funny too. <laughs> They're guilty pleasures for me. I think I, I think you know I, I love the Stifler character. Yeah, somebody just got scraped, but still, <laughs> uh, it's funny shit. I'm waiting for the inevitable reboot. 
No, they can't reboot that. It's pretty much a product of its time. And when you see it, that's one of the things that's nice about America Reunion is that it, it feels like you're hanging out with old friends. It's very. It's a very nostalgic trip. And all your friends are assholes. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> Ooh, happy fuck day, ass mouth. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's... That, that, that was from American Wedding. Ah. What's the American Vacation? No, no, that, that's, that, that's, that's the National Lampoon's Oh, no, what was the second one, then? Uh, American Pie 2. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that one coming. No, the, there was a bunch of um, direct-to-DVD American Pie spin-offs ah. that, the, that the core group of actors weren't involved with except um, uh, Jim's dad, Eugene Levy. Yeah. And those were like um, like American Vacation, something like that, whatever. There was, like, there was, there was band camp, Summer there? school or band, band camp, camp or some yeah. shit like that. That was really just like... American, I, I, I American never, Pie I, Pussy Flute. I never watched any, I never watched any of those, man. Fuck that. You're not that big a fan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Getting the DVD box after your birthday. It's like I, <laughs> I, I, I would not say no to that. <laughs> anyway, speaking of nostalgia, did you hear about uh, Bill and Ted Three securing a director? Dude, yeah. Um, it's Bill, not I, Bill I, and Ted Three, and yet snail moves that little bit closer into production with uh, the announcement that um, Dean Parasol is it Parasot or Parasol? Is the T silent? I can never tell with these fucking names. Uh, I'm not sure. Is I don't it know. Dean Parasot, man? Anyway, Dean Parasot, uh, let's call him Parasot because I think it sounds better if the T is silent, uh, is the director of uh, Fun with Dick and Jane, and but he's also the director of Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. That was the one. <laughs> so that was uh, on Slash Film, they had it written as, you know, Dean Parasot brackets Galaxy Quest. And at the very, very end, then they kind of mentioned that it was Home Fries and Fun with Dick and Jane. Fun <laughs> with Dick and Jane was Taylorian and Jim Carrey? Yeah. Oh, fuck that movie. I didn't see it. I don't, it, it the trailer bad. alone it looked, looked terrible. It looked bad. Uh, but um, I didn't mind Home Fries. I haven't seen Home Fries. It was a Drew Barrymore, Luke Wilson movie. It came out when I, uh, years ago in, like, when I was still in college. Mm. It was a, a fair, I mean, I didn't dislike it. Mm. But uh, fuck all that. Galaxy Quest. Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. Get the director of Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, the, uh, the rights by are... By The, Hammer, the rights are owned by things. MGM, right? They were saying that. So the rights are owned by MGM, but uh, they're shopping it around. They're allowed to shop it around somehow. They're allowed to shop it around. They're, they're looking to do it for like the like the $25, $35 million mark. Yeah. Uh, which would be very smart because I don't expect a lot. <laughs> no. I don't expect a lot of people to remember who these, these characters are. Um, I mean, for a long time, Bogus Journey was my most favorite movie in the world ever. I fucking, I fucking love the Bill and Ted movie. The Bogus mm. Journey is, is awesome. Yeah. Chuck I, the, I still quote it. Chuck Denominal, Chuck Denominal is the biggest criminal in the 23rd century and also the 23rd century's <laughs> sit-up champion. <laughs> Little lines like that, like what? You get like the dude from Faith No More that teach classes. (laughs) Station. (laughs) (laughs) And and, a righteous alien butt, dude. And uh, William William Sadler has already said that he's gay. Please, he's already. Yeah, you know who's gonna who's gonna replace the Reaper? (laughs) You might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you dance with the Reaper. He was brilliant in that fucking movie. Uh, Best three out of five. <laughs> Best of seven. Damn right. <laughs> I want to watch that. I want to watch that now. now. <laughs> so I don't yeah. need to watch it. It's in my brain. So yeah, Bill and Ted Three. I hope this happens. It's still not entirely confirmed, but this is very promising news. The fact yeah. that there is a director, they've secured a director for it. Um, they mentioned the, the. I think it was a previous uh, interview is- with uh, Alex Winter that he was saying that. Um, they were when the last got together Bill and Ted were supposed to have written the song that saved the world and it hasn't happened so which they, makes the uh, the post credit sequ- uh, which makes the cre- the end credit sequence of the of, of part two 
bullshit. Well, no, because <laughs> this happens between the end of the movie and the credit sequence. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they have to oh, get it back did, in. It's Days of did, Future. Did they actually say that? Or no, are you just it, it, uh, coming up with excuses? It's, it's Bill and Ted, Days of Future Past. <laughs> so in the future, there's classic, there's classic, uh, classical music sentinels, and they have to bring rock back. There was this, um, there was this interview with uh, that Keanu Reeves was giving when he. While he was promoting um, Side by Side, mm. which is getting amazing reviews, really. Um, Side by Side is the uh, documentary that Keanu. Again, I just think him like going up to David Lynch and saying, "Dude, so are you, film? Are you done? Dude. Are you done with film?" <laughs> <laughs> Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves, through his uh, production company, uh, <laughs> Apple Company Films, <laughs> uh, has uh, he's produced this um, documentary called Side by Side, which is uh, about the debate between digital filmmaking and um, film itself yep. um, and it's getting really really amazing reviews and he's lined up an amazing uh, group of filmmakers uh, to talk about how they feel about on the subject Steven Sodenberg David Fincher Christopher Nolan George Lucas James Cameron Martin Scorsese David uh, David Lynch the, the Wachowskis an amazing lineup of people oh. um, do you memorize that list? no there's I mean like, well, clearly <laughs> <laughs> and, but I haven't memorized them all because there's more there's yeah um, uh, and in an interview while he was talking about that they, they, were, they were asking him about Bill and Ted 3 and the interviewer said um, what if in Bill and Ted 3 like the interviewer pitched an idea to him it's like what if in Bill and Ted 3 because the second one was all about music what if Bill and Ted 3 they're saving cinema like cinema's dead in the future they go into the future and there's no more movies and Keanu, and Keanu Reeves is like that's a damn good idea <laughs> that's cool He's like, yeah, and then, and then they start talking about it. Yeah, it could save him, man. Save cinema. <laughs> like, his film is dead, right? You know. <laughs> and I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Make it happen, Bean. But yeah. Well, we have to, you gotta wait for Man of Kung Fu to finish first, right? Man of Tai Chi. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It all looks the same to me. <laughs> and 47 running. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of running. <laughs> it's like at least one bus load. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Is this equal 48 Ronan? Do you, you know where 47 Ronan comes from, right? Like, it's, it's a very famous Japanese story about, about, about these, about these uh, group of samurai who go Ronan to, to avenge the death of their master. Mm-hmm. Mm. So okay. this is a like every other Roman movie. This is right? like a big Hollywood retelling of it, but it's but with uh, with dragons and witches and and kung fu monks and shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen Thirteen Assassins though. What? Thirteen Assassins? Oh, you haven't seen that? No, have you? No. Takashi <laughs> Miike is supposed to be awesome. Yeah, it's supposed to be really really good. I've Which seen also it. supposed to be good is uh, there's a video game called Ace Attorney. You ever heard of it? Yes. Where you go? Objection. <laughs> Apparently, it, it's like it's like Harry Birdman, attorney at law. This is a game. Yeah, I think I could play that. They've made a real like you gotta you gotta tell when the person's lying, and then you go objection, and it like does all that kind of shit. And it's like sustain. <laughs> is it, they look Asian? Oh, yeah, it's it's all anime style. Oh fuck, that's awesome. They've made a live action movie of it. Because in the future, in the courtrooms, it's all done this way, apparently. Or it's not the future, it's just basically... There's no actual arguments, it's just a series of, like, exclamations. Yeah, and they get, like, scores. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever wins, then wins. It's like a fighting game, but it's the justice system. (laughs) And it's live action, and Takashi Miike directed it. Oh, fuck. And it got a good review on The Hollywood Reporter. (laughs) What is this, Xbox? No, this is the actual film. They made a film. Oh, right, right. They made a live action film based upon it, where everyone has wacky hairdos. Oh, right. Yeah. I have to watch this. I'm gonna have to hunt down a copy. Have you heard of the uh, the Bollywood movie um, 
Uh, it's called Jism 2. No. <laughs> it's a sequel to Jism. <laughs> which apparently in, in, in Indian means like body or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's an erotic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Bollywood debut of uh, this porn star. Um, <laughs> but apparently this movie... Is so is so bad. You're not going to talk. Don't Google that. You t- <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's the it's the Bollywood uh, it's the Bollywood debut of porn star Sunny Leone. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she's she's Indian parents, but born in ca- uh, ca- Canadian. Uh huh. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> she's born in Canadians. Yeah. She's a Canadian-born Indian uh-huh. who's Indian porn star, uh, who's you know who's very attractive, mm-hmm. and she's made. Although I'm not familiar with her work, uh, her body of work, no, her jism of work. No, I'm not familiar. But um, I'm <laughs> she made makes her Bollywood debut in Jism Two, uh, which is uh, an erotic thriller. I'm not going to make a die harder. When joke. this when this movie um, <laughs> when this when this movie opened in India, it. Um, People were burning pictures of the director Puja Bhatt. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it caused like an absolute ruckus. I thought there was something else. There was something else recently about some Indian actress who posed in FHM, and there was similar ruckus. Playboy. Playboy, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. FHM is not as big anymore, is it? Was it? Ever, it's never. It's never been as big as Playboy, though. No. No, if you're gonna like. No, it was in England. Was it? I think. <laughs> I never really. It was read. right up there. With I, nuts. Ne- I never really read. <laughs> and when no one ever reads it, they just look at the pictures and grunt. <laughs> and loaded. <laughs> Loaded's for the lowbrow FHM reader. <laughs> A lowbrow FHM reader. Yeah, you're aiming at the bottom of the barrel there. Um, two movies that come up recently. Well, we reported on these, and we actually we were there when they announced one of them. Yes. And nothing's happened. So Hansel and Gretel is going to be R-rated. So this is Gemma Atherton and um, Jeremy Renner. For some reason, I ha- I could give two shits. About oh, that's I mean, no one cares. It's like, it's like we saw a picture like a year ago. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, you know, like they were trying to stir up some press earlier about whether or not it's going to be PG thirteen and or, or whether it's going to be R. They were testing out both cuts of the movie with test audiences to see which fare better. No one you fell know. asleep during the R rated version, apparently. So they're yes. going that way. Yeah, I guess. Um, so. Jerry Renner was also interviewed saying that he wasn't. Entirely happy, happy with his role in the you Avengers. You know, I read that. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Because yeah. you know, I, I got the Bourne franchise now, motherfuckers, and that, that's <laughs> oh. getting great reviews. <laughs> no, it ain't. I know. Being sarcastic. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, like, why would you say something like that? Now, that's yeah. just. You're in the biggest. Third biggest movie ever. He didn't get as much money as uh, Robert Downey Jr. Well, you know, nobody got as much money as Robert <laughs> Downey Jr., not even Joss Whedon. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is like fuck, you know. It's if anyone has earned the right to finally be, he's getting Jim Carrey money. Exactly. <laughs> if anyone has earned the right to be a list, it's him. Yeah. He that this this is a man who has fucking ingested all the drugs, cut and fucking dr- pulled and dragged himself through the, the gutter. The gutter. So back to, back on back more than one o- on more than one occasion. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a distant memory now, but I can. It doesn't seem that long ago that he was on the rails. Mm. It's like everyone still remembers that shit. Yeah, the time when it was like, oh look, Robert Downey Jr. is in rehab. Oh, he's out. Oh, he's in. Oh, he's out. Oh, he's in. Oh, he's out. It's like nobody has had more comebacks than Robert Downey Jr. No. <laughs> so shut up, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one that was uh, funny, uh, forgotten about, was Del Toro's Haunted Mansion for Disney. Yes, yes. So apparently he delivered his last draft five weeks ago. Yeah, and, and, and uh, they announced his movie in two thousand fucking ten. Yeah, that guy is busy. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he even announce it at Comic Con? So he would have something to announce at yeah. Comic Con. I'm here anyway. 
what else? He didn't announce anything else. Yeah. He was just there. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He was he was a special surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he just turns up and starts talking shit. Let me just show some pictures and that was it. Yeah. It was like just started he went there, basically talked about Haunted Mansion, talked shit about Eddie Murphy, and then left. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that he's a creative consultant with, with DreamWorks, that he that he like he he uh, is kind of like a, a Joss Whedon in hiding in DreamWorks. Really? Yeah. He What's was, he consulting on? Uh, he, he was a creative consultant on the Kung Fu Panda movies. Really? Yeah, he was. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> but there's no creepy things with hands in their eyes, eyes in their hands. If you, especially if you watched Kung Fu Panda 2, mm. there's some, some of that stuff is pretty, pretty insane. What's the second one about again? The one with Gary Oldman as the peacock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think, it was, I think I watched it while drunk. <laughs> you know when like Gary Oldman went to drama school and everything yeah the one where Gary Oldman played the peacock yeah <laughs> watch that's that movie that was Gary Oldman yeah yeah oh. didn't sound like him I remember bits yeah I must have been totally blasted Ian McShane was the villain in the first one yeah I remember that yeah. I've seen that one loads yeah. Ty Lone <laughs> Ty Lone <laughs> Ty Lone sounds like a Bruce Lee villain yeah and he has Ty Lone sounds like a Bruce Lee character yeah what is the line do not the... blame me on this yeah the blame is on Ty Lone <laughs> <laughs> What was the what was the line with the soup from from the the, the mantis? Uh, I, I wish my mouth was bigger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one always gets me. Uh, I love that line. Yeah, yeah. I felt like um, like the I, I really liked both movies, but what I, the one thing about the second one is that the other characters really didn't get a or didn't get any. Look at no, I mean, I'm surprised they got everyone back, and yeah. then they kind of ignored. It's them. like even the- even will even will I am. Torch, Olympic torchbearer Will I Am. Will I Am was in the. He's the monkey. What? That's Jackie Chan. No, it's not. Kung Fu Panda. The monkey is Jackie Chan. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Will I Am. Will I Am is the other one. Though. Will I? No. I thought Will I Am's in that. David Cross is is the fucking is the, is, is the heron. Is, and uh, heron? Seth, the, crane. 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 Heron style doesn't stand off half as cool as Crane style. Seth Rogen is Mantis. The snake is Lucy Liu. Yeah. The tiger. And the tiger is, is Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Uh, there's no fucking Will I Am in. Hang on, wait. Don't. I'm telling you, there's no Will I Am in the Kung Fu Panda movies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please wait while this guy <laughs> this guy Google's it to move prove on, that I'm on. wrong. He wasn't in the Kung Fu Panda. If you think that Will I Am was in the Kung Fu Panda <laughs> movies, email us at podcast.mcappenfries.com. He wasn't in the fucking Kung. <laughs> oh, he's in Madagascar. He's in, he's in Rio. <laughs> he's in Rio. <laughs> yeah, because Rio and Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How can you? DreamWorks. It's easily easily confused the two. Yeah, I must have been really drunk watching the second one. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about? How do we go to Kung Fu Panda? Guillermo del Toro. Yes. <laughs> and he's also working. I'm looking forward to his uh, version of Pinocchio. Yes. Uh, because it features music by Nick Cave. Oh. Songs and music by Nick Cave, so uh, I'm a huge Nick Cave fan. So Let me guess, it's gonna be fucking dark. Bring it! Yeah. Is this. Yeah. Geppetto's gone looking for Pinocchio? I don't know. I remember nobody's mentioned something about that before. It's a shame he can't use like existing Nick Cave songs. They're gonna get like new stuff. Yeah. Because I can, I can already think of at least five songs that you can throw in there. Yeah. This is the weeping song. <laughs> That's it. Come on. About a, about a wooden boy who wants to be real? That's awesome. Are you a wooden boy? No. Uh, Fox has confirmed that Prometheus is getting a sequel. Yes, I'm very happy about this. Prometheus is. (laughs) It's going to be like 
Um, I mean, I, I, I'm very happy about this. I was. I enjoyed the first one despite its many, 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 flaws. many flaws. Yeah, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it enough to hope that they are given the opportunity to expand the world that they have created. And they fix have, the problems. They, they have. Uh, oh, by the way, we replaced the air on the original Prometheus with laughing gas. Sorry about that, guys. That's yeah. why everyone was making boneheaded decisions. And also, uh, everyone who made a boneheaded decision is, is dead. dead. <laughs> so, hopefully, <laughs> these two that remain. <laughs> well, one and a half. Well, yeah. yeah. So, hope, yeah. Charlie's Theron's going to get up and they're going to have a spaceship chase. <laughs> Charlie's Theron's going to get up and she's and like, "How did you survive? I rolled to the side. <laughs> you didn't see it, but I did. Ain't that right, hey, Ridley? You didn't see a body? No, no. didn't see a body. There's no sequel. No, like when when Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon were talking about the ending of Thelma and Louise, and it's like. Well, you know, it's pretty final. They, we go off and like, well, you know, if we die, there's no sequel. We could have bounced. Yeah. We could have bounced. They landed on a mattress um, storage depot. There you go. Yeah. In the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> In the bottom Just of the Grand Canyon. Fill it up with fucking mattresses. <laughs> L- lovely, lovely pine wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Same day delivery. <laughs> Just the drawers. <laughs> Chester drawers. Chester drawers. Okay. I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to sell those things. Yeah. I used to sell pine furniture. Same day delivery, man. Same day. Yeah. I had to dismantle that fucking thing because all of the doors, the front doors to English apartments, are just so small. Yes. You can. You got to dismantle the whole thing and take also, up the stairs. And the staircases are unbelievably narrow. Yes, that's another one. Trying to get a five foot six. We want a king size mattress when you've got a <laughs> pauper size fucking stairwell. That's why there's. That's why there's not that many obese people in that part of the world. I mean, like they couldn't get upstairs. Yeah. That's a, you know, like uh, the Americans should take a to take take a note out of that and just have, more have, have like more narrow staircases yeah. stop people from getting so fat I had to carry five foot mattresses <laughs> up those fucking stairs so did I so did I I mean shit I, I used to do that shit yeah back in the day he was a white white lorry driver <laughs> yeah Mr. <laughs> white lorry man Mr. <laughs> white van man yeah. white van man that's it yeah <laughs> my, my, my uh, the guy I was working with backed into a, a stop uh, backed into like a road sign mm-hmm. or a signpost and he's like who the fuck put that there <laughs> <laughs> While you were parked, someone erected a sign. <laughs> His name was Bill. He sold Puff. <laughs> That's the opening line to your novel right there. His name was Bill. He sold Puff. It didn't end well for him. <laughs> he, also, he also sold hemp. He sold like hemp products in Glastonbury. Oh, God. Had he been cautioned a number of times... <laughs> He was a good guy. All right. <laughs> um, speaking of Del Toro and the Pont Mansion and Dark Slot, did you see any of these promos that have been sent out to ju- uh, journalists for Paranorman? Uh, no. So Paranorman's the movie we've talked about before, the trailer, yeah. where the, he sees dead people, that's all cool, until the zombies start coming back. Mm. They've been sending out these custom-made little toys. Have they? Yes, there's pictures, see? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're sending nice. out these gift boxes that have Blyde Hollow Cemetery on them, and when you open them up, it's full of dirt. You have to dig through the dirt 
to get to the coffin and if you open the coffin you've got your little character inside and I think they're, na- they're numbered the coffins are numbered and the one that the, was the, this person got was 18 of 49 and they've been sending this to the press yeah so like Slash Film got one a couple of other people got one I want oh, one clever fuckers that's I mean it's really slick look, looking it's kind of the, the movie itself is, looks like a Tim Burton stop motion thing it's not Tom uh, not Tom Selleck Henry Selleck Henry it's not Selleck. involved at all no. as far as I can tell no. but it's that style hmm. but that's a very cool little Way of getting people talking Some of them, I mean, like, uh, I've... Um, Send us one. I've skimmed through some of the reviews. It's At the moment, it's kind of mixed. The reaction to the oh, film really? has been mixed. Oh, because it had a lot of goodwill built up ahead of time. Because people just thought, hey, this Well, I mean, it's a cool idea. Yeah. It's a cool idea. And, uh, you know, visually, I, I love this kind of shit. Yeah. I even want to see, you know, uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually excited about a Tim Burton film. I want to see Frankenweenie. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I, heard people compl- the, the, I heard people on the internet complaining about Frankenweenie. It's like, I was going to destroy the original. It's like... Fucking hell, it looks cool. It looks cool. It looks cool as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Any time when Nona Ryder gets a paycheck is a good time for me. And especially if she hasn't stolen it. Yes. From inside a shop. It's really, from inside a paycheck it's, shop. It's really funny, like, you know, the, the Alien quadrilogy box set. If you go and back and watch the uh, the special features on uh, Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. and they're talking to Winona Ryder, uh, she's, she's like... I've been stealing things from the set. I'm a complete klepto. I steal everything from every set. Every, every, every movie I ever walked on, I just I just can't help but take little knickknacks for myself. So that was that was it. She just thought life was one big set. <laughs> she didn't have kleptomania issues. She, she had reality she, problems. Like she probably thought like you know like the CCTV, CCTV camera. I'm on like, film. I'm on shit. This is a movie. Yeah, I can steal shit from. What if I what if I was play, am, am I playing a thief? Am I playing? A, should, should, should I research playing a thief? <laughs> Keep the camera on me. That's why she was caught. She wanted to be caught. She was, she was you know, she wasn't going to bother stealing shit when the camera's on someone. Oh, yeah, she's a on filthy bitch. Some she wanted you know? to be caught. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> she went over that, right? Or she's, 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 she's an actor. She knows how to pull focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned forty-seven Ronan, but if you, I this was all reported as in it's a fait accompli, and people have known about this for years. Tom Cruise wants to do a Magnificent Seven. Uh, I heard about this. I heard about this this week. Have you heard about this before that? Yes, I heard about this before that. F- I, I never talked about it because I just... It's, it's going to be horrible. I just refused to even <laughs> acknowledge the fact that I read it. Because yeah. <laughs> um, initially, because initially um, David Iyer was supposed to be um, doing this, the director of um, uh, Street Kings and uh, oh. the upcoming Hall film, End of Watch. Oh, okay. Um, and he's also directing uh, one of the new Schwarzenegger films, uh, Breacher. Which will team? Which will team is up? Jack, is that Jack Breacher? It'll, it'll it'll team up Arnold with Sam Worthington. Wow! Yeah, the Terminators. It's the two Terminators. You know, they're going to be a set shot of them doing like that. <laughs> I'm giving the thumbs up. Um, but yeah, and but then I didn't hear anything more about David Ayer's involvement. Yeah. Uh, and then then it came up that Tom Cruise wanted to do it. And I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. You ain't touching that shit, man. No. <laughs> no, nobody should touch Magnificent Seven. Yeah. It's magnificent. The only person there's there seven of them. The only person I would allow to even touch this is Eastwood. Yeah. If Eastwood said I'm am remaking Magnificent Seven, and they're like, all old dudes. I'd be, I'd be like, you can do whatever you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, but Clint Eastwood. I mean, I mean, it's one thing he's short, but a short guy on a horse looks weirder. Yeah. You know, it's if you don't believe if you don't believe what we're saying, watch Young Guns. Yeah. Emilio Estevez ain't that tall. <laughs> <laughs> Neither's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> But Emilio Estevez, one thing about I loved his performance as Billy the Kid. I love I love Emilio Estevez, I love Emilio Estevez's laugh. Yeah. His laughter sold that character for me. It's awesome. So anyway, yeah, Tom, I heard about this. Tom Cruise, Magnificent Seven. Fuck you! Ain't gonna happen. 
Suck the big fat one. This is the best poster ever. Yes. I must get this for my living room. I want this as well. <laughs> so this is the poster for The Expendables 2. It'll be in the show notes. The woman doesn't know yet, but this is going in the living room. Yes. Right above the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> we, shall, we, we shall witness the Last Supper as we enjoy our supper. Yeah. So this is an awesome... It's a painting, actually. So it's an awesome painting with uh, Stallone in the middle. You've got... Fucking so, hang on. Does that mean he's Judas? I'm not it's, saying it's who. It's the uh, it's the same setup as the Last Supper, but yeah. instead of instead of the Jesus and his disciples, it's all of the Expendables cast. It's it's, it's, it's Sylvester Stallone and his mates. Yes, and I must. I am kind of curious. What wonder wonder if anyone told Chuck Norris about this poster? Where's Chuck Norris? Because Chuck Norris, he's very conservative, isn't he? Isn't he like like uh, like a manic? But I think that's I think, <laughs> yeah. That looks like a pose from some other shot. I mean, oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all look like poses from some other shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just it's cool. Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis are looking directly at each other. Actually, we got to get the trifecta. We got to get the actual proper Last Supper with Jesus and the boys. Then the Battlestar Galactica version. We got to get the Battlestar Galactica version. Then we got to get this and just do it like. There's been more, I think. There's a Family Guy one or a Simpsons one as well. Yeah, yeah. There's also like a Marvel characters one, I think, or or like a DC Universe one, or also something like that. Because it's not blasphemous at all. No. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Jesus would have wanted it this way. Yes. All right. It's the Last Supper with more guns. All the guns. If they had guns back in Jesus' day, you know that the disciples would have been carrying. Yeah. They would have been fucking... Like, Jesus would be holding. Jesus would be walking. Some guy would, be, uh, some guy would come there and, and decides to be like, GUN! Yeah. <laughs> Shoot the motherfucker. Then, 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 then Thomas would step in front then, of Jesus, then, open his jacket and go, hey. The disciples is essentially the secret service. Yeah. You know, and Jesus is the president. And the Bible is vantage point. <laughs> and Ma- and Matthew Who's Matthew Fox and Matthew Fox is Judas. Uh, <laughs> hey, boom! That means have you watched that's, Matthew's point? Yes, I have. I haven't. So much more entertaining than Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, first official picture of uh, Russell Crowe as Noah? It looks like Russell Crowe with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a shot from Superman. It looks, looks like Robin Hood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like shaving. <laughs> Why do I have this feeling that this movie is going to suck balls? Because it's Noah. <laughs> it's Noah. Is, there a, is there a character? The whole point of the film is building a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Which was done before yeah. by Steve Carell, and that movie didn't go too well. No, no. Uh, just, it takes know. on some drug dealers before building the boat. The only thing that gives me hope is that it's Darren Aronofsky, but Darren yeah. Aronofsky has made enough good movies for his next one to suck. Yes. You know what I mean? At that level where you it's know like, what I mean? yeah. where, they make, where they keep making good movies and like sooner or later this guy's going to slip on a massive banana peel. Yeah. And an arc is a pretty big banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you know, it's like this, <laughs> this retelling of this... It's not even like... It's like a one story. There was, I think we had. There was something about the storyline for it. Is like, it's not just the flood. I think. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a prequel, yeah, yeah. but there's. No, I mean, he was. I mean, prequel Ar- to the flood. Aaron, 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 this is a summer film, you know. So <laughs> I'm really curious to see what How he means by that. that works, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did Noah do before, like, uh, he got the idea to do the arc? He fought crime. <laughs> what was his thing? What was his occupation? He fought crime. I, I think he was a carpenter. I, I hope he was a carpenter. Was he a farmer? Is he a farmer? <laughs> Are you a f- Stop saying hey, that! Of course he's a fucking farmer! <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, I can't remember. What did he do? I don't know. I didn't fucking read that. <laughs> what was his job? If this is a prequel, what did he do? 
was did he did he steal from the rich and give to the middle class? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that was. Um, Are you building an ark? Can I come in? <laughs> no. <laughs> can no. I, Mister? Can no, I get so, out your Sorry, box? sorry. We've already let two of you in. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They were moose. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're stag. <laughs> oh shit! Good. Somebody call the black and white horses. Tell them they can come back in. Darren Aronofsky's building an ark. No, it's a feature crazy demon angels. Crazy demon angels. <laughs> they, the Bible didn't feature crazy demon angels in the in the. Note. Yes, it did. Have you read the proper? Do you haven't read the? Yeah. I haven't read the Bible. He's written this as a serious look at our place on this planet did, did, and our rights as citizens did of demon, the world. Fiona, did demon angels try and stop Noah from building an ark? Oh, shit. Hang on. <laughs> oh, it's based on a comic book, a graphic novel, slash film set up the height of Le Lombard, <laughs> the publishers of the book. I mean, this is the story. It's based upon some French comic book. Oh, right. And this, the, this, the official synopsis of the book is, his name is Noah. Far from the stereotype of the patriarch that one appends the character of the Bible. He looks like a warrior. He looks like a Mad Max out of the depths of time. <laughs> in the world of Noah, pity has no place. He lives with his wife and three children in a land barren. And I have a funny feeling this, that people in Utah are going to take offense to this <laughs> Noah is like no other. This is a fighter and also a healer. He is subject to visions which announce the imminent end of the earth swallowed by the waves of an end. Yeah, Texas isn't going to be crazy about this. Yeah, so it's a future thingy. Yeah, I think that was the story. It's a future thingy. It's a future thingy, yeah. I did not know that. I kept kept thinking it was a biblical... Yeah, it's going to be followed up with Jesus in space. (laughs) Yeah. Played by Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't work on the radio. (laughs) But Jeff Goldblum's always playing with his fingers. (laughs) In beige, revision in beige. He just mumbles and like comes up with like these little words and you just... Imagine this drop of the war. Little, little tiny imperfections in your hands. Uh. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Um, did you see the trailer for Cockneys vs. Zombies? No, I did not. You slag. <laughs> it looks actually pretty good. Uh, that's what I heard. I heard it actually. The trailer starts with like London. It's grim in it, and it's all fucking, you know, the home of the worst terrors. It looks like a Jekyll and Hyde movie, and then it cuts to Bricktop saying, Shite, you sloppy tart, there's fucking zombies outside. <laughs> and it's Bricktop. Yeah. From Slash. Yeah, that's, I, that's who I thought you meant. Oh, a brick top from no. Brickfields. <laughs> <laughs> um, this looks genuinely good. Brick top does a lot of swearing. It's a red band trailer, and oh, there's yeah. a lot of, look out, the fucking zombies are coming up. Oh, he's got his, he's eating a foot. That's not right. <laughs> there's a lot of that going. Danny Dyer's not in it. Okay, good. But Richard Briers is. Oh, excellent. And has a, a zombie chase with the Zimmer. Zimmer he's, he's napping in the, in the yard, and is like, wait up, you top fucking zombies and he's like oh and he's trying to get away but he's on the Zimmer frame and they're walking really slowly excellent and there's a lot of guns a lot of death Richard Briars Zimmer frame Uzi I'm there I'll have to check that out yeah uh, oh and Honor Blackman's in it as well who? Honor Blackman oh Pussy Galore oh right she's still alive fuck <laughs> she was in the British version of Who's the Boss it was called The Upper Hand. There was a British version? Of yeah, it's called well, The I, Upper Hand. I, I, I never saw that. You never know? No, no. It was one of the McGann brothers was the, the Italian guy role. Right. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's, I, it sounds like... It sounds it terrible. A, yeah. The Upper Hand, right? You remember The Upper Hand? <laughs> Just... Mark. It was... What comedian was saying that his dream was to go down like uh, the... The, the, the Walk of Fame and on Sunset on Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard uh, and uh, 
piss on uh, Tony Danza's star. Tony Danza. <laughs> piss on Tony Danza's. Piss on Tony Danza's star. Screaming, "Who's the boss now?" <laughs> the upper hand doesn't have the, quite the same reach. <laughs> Because I, I think I saw the upper hand first, and then I saw the upper hand. I don't know, who's the boss? It's like, oh my god, they totally ripped off this show. Who's the boss was weird, just like watching Alyssa Milano grow up and like suddenly like going to not to not giving a shit to like. Oh my was god, was there an old sexy grandma? And who's the boss? Well, she wasn't a sexy grandma, but she had a high sex drive. The grandma. The grandma. Yeah, mm. she was always going out on dates and always getting laid. Yeah, because Lana Blackman <laughs> wore a lot of leather. It was quite disturbing. <laughs> yeah, this one uh, she was. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember her name, but uh, I remember that um, the grandma who's the boss was horny. She wasn't necessarily sexy. She was like a thin, thinner Blanche Dubois. Yeah, Blanche Devereaux. Blanche yeah. Devereaux. Not, not, not Dubois. Dubois that's, is from that streetcar. Yeah. Devereaux is from Golden Girls. Stella. <laughs> Stella. <laughs> when you look at that movie now, it's really horrible acting. It was, it was, <laughs> it's uh, street streetcar. Street it's really over the top. It's like even like James Dean. That whole like you're tearing me apart. It's, it's really, it's really over the top horrible over rock. histrionics. You know? yeah. It's like, ah! but yeah, uh, Cockneys versus Zombies, the undead of brown bread, apparently. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, I, we, I saw, saw the trailer to uh, Red Dawn. Finally. Yes, we're getting there now. Yes. Yes. It looks horrible. Really? <laughs> the, the, the shot of the guy going out the front get y- the yard and just seeing layers on layers of planes, one of them getting hit and a bit of a. Th- Exploding next yeah, time. no, I mean it looks it looks all right. I, I the, the thing the thing that kind of I, I why is Chris Hemsworth younger? <laughs> why does why does Chris Hemsworth remind me of Sam Worthington in this trailer? Yes. <laughs> oh wait, I know. It's because the Aussie accent is very very prominent. Yeah. So, he doesn't sound like Thor. He doesn't sound, sound like anybody else on the planet. He's got he's very deep baritone and he's got like it's a it's a soft Australian. But when he talks, it's like it's Thor. Yeah. Thor is telling you he's on shore leave from the Marines. This is. <laughs> This is Thor if he played Perseus. Yeah. <laughs> Perseus. I mean, I don't, could, know. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm kind of indifferent, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. like, I didn't dislike the trailer. Yeah. But um, it didn't really do anything for me. It's also a home terrorism movie, which is kind of a weird play in this day and age. Yeah, a bit. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll reserve judgment. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. You know, but um, it's not quite the same thing because... You know, like with uh, Chris, the, the Chris Hemsworth character is um, a marine, mm. and that's a pretty big deviation from uh, from from the original. Um, and you know, the original they're just they're just high, they're just like high school kids. Yeah. You know, so be interesting to see how they take it. And then you got Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who looks like he's picking up a paycheck and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is interesting because so many of these people have gone on to bigger things since then. Yeah, yeah. That to see them like like Josh Hutcherson like pre pre uh there's a, there's a good few of them in there that you're like, "Oh, there's that one from that thing." Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I put the link up on the side as well. Um on the other end of the trailer, did you see the trailer hear about the trailer for 321 Frankie Go Boom? Uh no, I I didn't catch that one. Did you hear of it? I heard about it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? I'd never heard about it until this morning. Um, interesting cast interesting cast interesting movie so Charlie Hun- Hunnan from Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. uh, his brother his, his, his Chris O'Dowd that puts Chris O'Dowd in a very good light um, and Chris O'Dowd's doing an, an American accent oh and he meets up with Lizzie Kaplan one night which it has kind of that meet cute thing she cycles into him like intentionally right and then they have sex with, where she has wellies on Chris O'Dowd films it and then they have to try and get the film back but that sounds like a Judd Apatow stupid movie and it's not that at all mm. I barely got that from the trailer mm. it's all over the place and also it has Ron Perlman and drag. Yes, I, I know. I saw that in the poster. Yeah. Oh, there's a poster of Ron Perlman and drag. Yes, there is. Do you have it on? Have you have, you have it on pre-order? No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, no. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
And finally for news, uh, did you hear the sad news that uh, Bob Hoskins has uh, Parkinson's and has retired from acting? Yes, yes, I heard about this and um, I wish him all the best. Yes, he will be missed. Big fan. So then, end on a down note. Life's a series of down notes. <laughs> oh, no, he's, I mean, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Super Mario Bros. Love it. <laughs> he actually he came out recently to say, he came out recently to say that it was the worst thing I ever did. Yes, <laughs> yes both him and, uh, John, and Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. I, from John Leguizamo, that's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Leguizamo has done some fucking shit. Heinous <laughs> crap. John Leguizamo also has a role in Kick Ass 2. Really? Yeah, he does. As? I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. But yes, I wish him all the best. Yeah. Thank you for a lot of awesome performances. If you would like to fill the gap that we have right now, you can uh, email us at podcast at mcgappinfries.com. That's podcast at mcgappinfries.com. Because we have no emails this week. Okay, never mind. All right. What's wrong? What's up, Max? What the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'll just... You uh, sloppy tart. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that phrase. You sloppy tart. <laughs> Shut it, you sloppy tart. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the tarts love that. They love, yeah. they love to hear it. Huh. Okay, I'll just uh, move into uh, reviews. A uh, really quick review of uh, this film called We Need to Talk About Kevin, um, which is directed by Lynn Ramsey, and it stars Tilda Swinton, John C. Riley, and Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller uh, plays Kevin, and um, this kid is he's pretty fucking horrific. Well, first of all, what it is is that when the movie opens, uh, we're introduced to the, uh, til- the, the Tilda Swinton character, um, whose name is Eva, mm-hmm. and um, the movie... Ba- the movie is all sort of it's, the movie is told out of sequence where at the beginning of the film it's after things have kind of gone to hell mm-hmm. and we're kind of but we don't know what has happened and we're just sort of seeing people's reactions to her and we're seeing that she is generally not a very popular person in town and that she is most importantly completely alone mm-hmm. and then after that you get it, it keeps going back and forth back and forth where you see her um, in, in you know where she meets her husband played by John C. Riley, and when they have a kid um they have their son Kevin played by um, Ezra. Ezra Miller uh, but for the first half of the film he's played by Jasper Newell uh, when Kevin is from ages 6 to 8 and it's really that nightmare about um, it's just that, that nightmare that every parent has of what if for reasons that you will never know you just have a, a child who is evil completely fucking evil <laughs> And the way they play it's not played how you think. It's not The Exorcist. It's not The Exorcist. This no, it's, is, not, it's not Child's Play This either. will scare the shit out of you because it is so normal. Yeah. It is played so real. And as good as Ezra Miller is, the, the, the kid who plays uh, Jasper Newell, who plays Kevin when he's uh, six to eight, is fucking scary as shit. <laughs> he, and, and the thing is, he looks like a... He looks like a cross between... Uh, the guy who plays the kid who plays young Conan mm-hmm. and a young a, a, a six year old Keanu Reeves Snake Eyes yeah <laughs> Snake Eyes yeah young Snake Eyes and it's he's scary as fuck yeah <laughs> you know the, like um, I, like uh, the the fucking you know the beauty queen from Mars right she always falls asleep during movies like this yeah she couldn't fall asleep because she just had to see Jeez. what the fuck happened. <laughs> the way, and again, Why do we need to talk about Kevin? Again, it's very clever in just its structure is that it throws you into the deep end and then back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth and you have no idea what's going on. Uh, all you know is, is that something fucked happened. Um, 
but you can't you, you don't really know I mean of course there's been enough you know it's it's kind of modeled after certain things where there have been a lot of fucked up things that have happened in real life mm. we after a while you can kind of guess what mm. might have happened um, and chances are like what I did when, when I was guessing the ending is that I was half right mm. you know I, I was I was right about what happened but I wasn't right about exactly how it happened so either way you might be sort of taken aback by that mm. um, the acting across the board is astounding. Tilda Swinton should have been nominated for this. Yeah, there was a lot of giving out about that. She is amazing of... in this film. Everyone's good in it, but she really is the... She anchor really, that holds yeah, it all together. Yeah, she really is the anchor that holds it all together. I highly recommend this film. It is There is not even the slightest trace of humor in this film. <laughs> so you need to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Uh, it is not light watching. <laughs> I mean, really, there's... There's nothing bright. Yeah, yeah. There's no bright spot at all. Yeah, yeah. It is pitch black. Wow. <laughs> but, I mean... It's worth seeing. It is very worth seeing. It is a very well-made film, and it scared the shit out of me. So, uh, I highly recommend this. Cool. So, moving on to uh, Total Recall. Um, first of all, I am a huge fan of the original. Oh, fuck, who isn't? Um, Get your ass to Mars. This film is essentially the same film. But there's no Mars. Except there's no Mars. Um, there is a three-breasted hooker, though, right? There is a three-breasted. There is a three-breasted hooker, but because this is a pussy-ass PG-13 movie, it's a it's a three-breasted hooker in, in a three-breasted bra. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's with with a three-bra cup, whatever you call it. And I was very upset about that. Really. Um, <laughs> Honestly, this movie's a piece of shit. Really? Yeah, this movie is terrible. Well, it's not terrible. It's completely and actually, it's decidedly average. Really? It's decidedly generic. Sounds like a Len, Len Wiseman jo- joint. Yeah, Len, Len Wiseman. You know, he directs with some technical proficiency, but he brings nothing original to the table. No. Um, well, it's a remake. Oh, yeah, but nothing original to the remake. Well, I mean, it, it really is. The problem is that it's a it's a remake that knows it's a remake. Yeah. It, it makes so many references to the original that uh, all 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 the, all, the, all they're doing is reminding you of how much better the original was. Um, there's it is really bizarre to for me to say that Arnold Schwarzenegger gave a much more layered performance than Colin Farrell does in the <laughs> no in the sense that. Arnold, I mean, like, okay, first of all, the main thing that separates the original from this is the sense of humor. Yeah. The, because the first one was fucking funny. Yeah. It had a lot of jokes. Is there Johnny Cab in this? No. No Johnny Cab? There's no Johnny Cab in this. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no Benny, either. There's no Benny? There's no, screw you, Benny! <laughs> there's no, no one has five kids to feed. There's, uh. there's none of that. No, but then again, there's no humor in this film. There's no Angry Mutants? There's no Angry Mutants. There's no mutants? There's, there's, okay, there are, there are, there are people who live in the colony. Uh. They're, they're basically, the world has been split up. There's, the, like, a thir- like nuclear war and, like, uh, has, has made pr- most of the world uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. So, that's their, their clean air uh, angle. Gotcha. Um, but there's only two uh, uh, habitable places... And that is the uh, the United States of Britain or something, the the, the Confederate States of Britain or some shit like that, uh, and the, the colony, which they show you on a map, and the colony is Australia. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> and people travel through the Earth's core to get between one of the to other. get between one of the other. <laughs> this is so much more dumber than I thought. <laughs> I gotta go see this movie. The colony, Australia, looks like. Bangkok <laughs> by way if, if Bangkok was de- was uh, designed by a big fan of Blade Runner yeah yeah <laughs> um, and um, 
Britain looks like looks like Minority Report. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I mean, this movie. Okay, you. This movie is for the. It's. <laughs> It's, it's offensive in the sense that it's completely inoffensive. It plays it safe throughout the entire film that there's nothing really noteworthy about it. Yeah. The only people who seem to be having fun is Brian Cranston and Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one clever thing, or that I thought was a nice little way of differentiating it, I suppose, is that because Kate Beckinsale is playing um, um, Laurie, the uh, Sharon Stone character from the original, and so she's the wife in the beginning... And murderous bitch in the second murderous half. Murderous bitch in the second half. And when she and when she's the wife, she's American. When she's murderous bitch, she goes to goes back to her British accent. Okay. And I thought, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least that that's there's some there's some thought gone into that. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Biel. I, I mean, she's hot, but I, she's a waste of fucking. The, the character's a waste. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no there's no Richter character. Um, the Michael Ironside character is essentially. Brian Cranston has no henchman. No, um, base, basically, um, Kate Beckinsale is the Sharon Stone and the Michael Ironside character in one. And all of the henchmen are essentially um, drones, yeah. robot drones, um, robot cops. So that's how they get away with like PG-13. You can shoot the shit out of a robot, nothing, nothing happens. It's PG-13? It's PG-13, yeah. Um, there's only, I only think there's, there's... I only remember one use of the word fuck, and, I can't, and I can't remember what it was for. Um, was it when Wolverine was talking to... Professor X. Yes, exactly that. Um, it's so it's it's. I mean, like yeah. it looks good. The uh, the production design is awesome. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, the special effects are awesome. Uh, and Colin Farrell, weirdly enough, I mean, Colin Farrell is a good actor, but for some strange reason here, he just looks out of his depth. Mm. He just looks like phoning it in. I don't think he's phoning it in. I mean, I think he's he's trying hard, but I, uh, but. For some strange reason, nothing seems to register, hmm. and, and I, there's no chemistry between anyone. Like I, you don't, you don't give a shit. That's just <laughs> it. You just don't give a shit from the moment it starts. You really don't give a fuck. Well. Uh, and you know, and, and and as I said before, it, it references the original a lot. So you're constantly reminded of like I this. Just leave the cinema and go yeah, watch the original. Just go watch the original. And um, uh, remember that. Remember that uh, Ethan Hawke was supposed to be in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, his his parts on the cutting room floor. He doesn't appear in it <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, it just just didn't work. Okay, just didn't work. Um, Stop making use of remakes. Exactly. Stop giving Len Wiseman work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because really, I mean, there's there's nothing original in this. There's there, there's nothing new that's brought to the table. There's nothing really that that you give a shit about. Mm. And um, and it's like, it just by by taking itself so seriously, it kills. It really does. Kill, kill any sense of fun. Kill any sense of fun, and really, in terms of character development, like Arnold had more character development. <laughs> Arnold had more to do with his part. Yeah, yeah. And Arnold actually felt more real as a as, as a as a character. He than, felt he felt more real as a construction worker who's secretly a spy who's also the savior of marriage than Colin Farrell does in this. Yes. Yeah. It, which is which is really bizarre to say, you know. And, it's also and, and, really hard to say. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to say is that like Arnold actually comes across more real yeah. as, as a more fully rounded sort of <laughs> you know and it's just, so I was very taken aback Colin Farrell looks bored a lot of the time in this film uh. and it's a shame because he's really gone to the gym you could <laughs> he spends the first five minutes of the movie like you know shirtless and he and, and this is not the you know it is so clearly 
a personal trainer body. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's that point where it's like, what? Nobody looks like that. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're a what? You're, you're a construction worker. <laughs> <laughs> you're an underwear model construction worker. So yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste my time with this. Oh. I will slot in one review of something that's not quite film, but it is film related. Um, I went out and bought the art and making of the Dark Knight trilogy book. Oh yes. Have you seen the anything on this? No. Uh, there's been a lot of good, good reviews and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I want this. The art of the Dark Knight trilogy. The art and making of the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, it's a nice big coffee table book, but um, I've heard good things about it. It's, it's, it's the whole process all the way through all the movies. Um, about halfway through at the moment. One of the great things about it is it's a big coffee table book, but unlike the art of Tron, which I also have, there's a lot of text. And a lot of it's Christopher Nolan talking about how they cope with the idea of the tumbler. And it has like a first Chris did a lump of clay. And it's this kind of weird shape. And then this other guy, they basically set up in his garage. Mm-hmm. Chris Nolan with David Goyer in one room worked on the script. Then you go into the other side of the garage, and that's where this other guy, I can't remember his name, Chris something or something we would see. This other artist guy mm-hmm. would be getting like airfix models and building the tumbler like that big from scratch. Like that's how they designed it. And then they, Chris Nolan would go talk to somebody and ask them about how we're going to actually get this thing to work. And it's like, well, there's no axle at the front, so how the fuck does it turn? Mm-hmm. And have to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. so that's amazing and also had you know montages of how they wanted the film to look huh. like he did, you know there's montages in Photoshop of getting a bit of this cityscape a bit of this cityscape putting it together put the tumbler in the middle put a, a mock up of the tumbler in the middle and saying that's how we're going to make the movie look yeah. and it's really really cool and it goes I'm going through the process of everything it's lots of cool behind the scenes pictures shots in the garage and it's I like behind the scenes books like that it's a really good coffee table book it's not just pretty art Oh, cool. Mm. I shall go look into that. And it covers all three films, which is great. Excellent. Because that was why those books usually are like, yeah, if I buy one of these every time I like a movie, my house will be full of these fucking things. One one book that I am interested in getting um, next that comes out next year is uh, September's Notebook. It's uh, from Fringe. Oh? Yeah, like uh, Sept- The Observer, September. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming out with September's Notebook. Milk, eggs. Yeah, his, uh, just like his experiences and like his, just his notes, uh, ah, his, his journal. I haven't heard of that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was no, but like, is it all written in his fucking language? Because we can't read that. No, no. <laughs> they, 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 they were uh, they, they were promoting it a little bit in one of the booths at the con, oh. and um, there was. Oh, this, did you? You didn't get a, a trilby, no? No, because that was you had to go for the panel to get that. And uh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, they were pretty nice. And I was talking to the guy, and uh, he was like saying, "Actually, there, there's there's going to be like an online competition with this book, like if and, and like five people will have their like." They'll like receive a special copy and they'll be listed as employees of Massive Dynamic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, they could. I don't think they can screw the pooch as badly as Lost it, but I still have a packet of uh, badges. I, don't even, I didn't even get a Comic Con, I come somewhere else from Lost. Like mm-hmm. a plaster. Like they're in the blister pack mm-hmm. and it has like a, the Dharma Station logos and a few other little bits and pieces from the, from the show that was just before the last season aired, I think I bought them. And I just I think I'm gonna set them on fire after the last finale because it's like fuck that shit. <laughs> after what six years? Yeah, six years. Uh, what are you gonna do? Not watch Lost ever again. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.